What is going on? What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to America Unplugged right here on Rockfin and anywhere you can find it, AmericaUnplugged.com, AmericaUnpluggedRadio.com, you know, uh, America Unplugged on Apple Podcast. Go check it. Give us a rating. I've seen I've, I've seen that growing somewhat. We're going to start reading some of them, whether they be negative or positive. We're going to read them. We're going to do it here on air. Thank you for that. So so continue doing that. We got the usual suspects and a very special guest. This is good. This week was crazy. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys ahead of time if you're easily triggered. Right. Just this is not the show for you. All right. So just just go somewhere else. You know, I mean, I want you to stick around. But 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 if. If you can't handle the conversation, if you can't handle different viewpoints, just just don't because this is this isn't the week. Um, Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. What is going on? Well, I kind of thought that Billy, as the as the week uh, played out, all the all the little things were building a narrative for you to destroy at the end of the week. So <laughs> I was looking forward to that, and uh, it's good to see uh, Gareth Ike here as well. I really appreciate him being here. Love his work. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Don Jeffries, the legendary. What's up? Yeah, it was certainly a busy week, and I'm sure we'll have uh, a scintillating discussion about all that. And it, it is great to see uh, Gareth Ike here, obviously a longtime uh, fan of your dad and you guys' work. So uh, honored to be with you. Mr. Gareth Ike is here with us today. Now, if, uh, if uh, for anybody that doesn't know, America Unplugged originated on Iconic, right? Um, um, Jamie Ike asked me to do a show, and this was the result of it. Um, uh, while I am no longer with them, uh, Tony has been instrumental in getting us here and and uh, and pushing this forward. And we thank everybody that's come along with us and that continues to listen and the audience continue, continues to grow. But but Gareth, Ica, you know, has always been really good to me. Uh, if I if I hit him up, he's going to hit me up the next freaking day. Automatic. And uh, and I, I wanted to have him on here. Now, I booked Gareth about a month ago. So. It's he's just a victim of circumstance that it happens to be <laughs> that this week happens to be as crazy as it is. Mr. Gareth Ike, welcome to America Unplugged. What's up, buddy? Cheers, mate. Thanks for having me. How you doing? No, nice to be here. I'm good, mate. Yeah, I'm good. The the like you say, like everything continues to be crazy. Yeah. But I kind of <clears throat> I kind of like that in a way because <laughs> it, it means that, that things are happening. Right. Do you know what right. I mean? If everyone gets a little bit comfortable, um, you know, sat in front of the telly with a glass of wine. And all this stuff is going on in the background, then nothing's really going to change. So the, the, a bird just flew into my window. So that's normal. That's good. Um, there we go. So that, that <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So I don't know where to go with that. A bird's literally just flown into my window of my house. So that's uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's good luck. Let's take it as that. Um, we'll take, not, but not for the bird. But yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry, it's not a drone. It's not a drone bird. Maybe don't we don't know. It could be. It could be. That's right. Let's That's look true. for the made in China tag right next to it. 
<laughs> well, that, that stuff was crazy too. When I was laughing at that from over here in England, literally like everybody you, was laughing at. If you're gonna if you're gonna have a spy balloon, just have a real bright white one that everyone can see from the ground. <laughs> right, 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 totally, right, absolutely. So we're gonna talk about a, t- a couple of things. We, we want to talk about, um, of course. Uh, all the January 6th stuff that's been going on and Tucker Carlson. Uh, we want to talk about these bank runs, man. It's a problem. Something's up. Um, I mean, it's happened before. I mean, we're going to get to Tony on this, but still, say, you know, pull out some money from the bank, man. Just be safe. Keep, you know, keep we'll, 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 we'll get into it. And 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 Gareth has some stuff that, that he wants to bring to the table. Also, that we're going to talk about, about, um, you know, how we were lied to about this, uh, this pandemic on, on so many different levels. Right. So we're going to talk about all that here today. Um, let, let's start off. I want to start off with, um, with this whole January 6th thing, uh, uh, real quick. Let's, let's get it out of the way. Right. Um, Tucker Carlson received, uh, footage from Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy is the speaker of the house that nobody cares about. He's almost as popular as Joe Biden. Right. And, um, freaking he decides he's going to leak this footage to Tucker Carlson and Tucker Carlson alone. Right. Um, that, that's, you know, that's good, right? Nothing to see here. That's not a problem. We're just leaking it to one person in the media, right? That's fine. Um, and the alternative media goes crazy and we're following this carrot running after it saying, Hey, oh my God, look at what we're looking at here. Look at, oh my God, nothing happened. It was so peaceful. It was so this, it was so that. First of all, we already knew that these people were let into the Capitol a long time ago. We already knew. So we got a little bit of clear of, of clarity on QAnon Shaman, right? And if you were following QAnon, right? QAnon Shaman's been around for a long, long freaking time. This is nothing new. He used to go to Q, uh, I mean, to Trump rallies all the time, dressed up like a freaking idiot doing his thing. We used to think that he might have been a Fed, right? We used to speculate all the time. This guy might be a Fed. I don't know. Well, he was led around the Capitol with, with police. It was crazy, right? Like, I mean, that can't be denied, right? But, but what we need to look at here is the bias in the media, right? So Tucker Carlson is out there painting a narrative and everybody's like, oh my God, nothing happened. Look, nothing happened. Clearly something freaking happened, okay? Clearly. But he's not showing that. Then you, you, you hop over to CNN and they don't want to talk about anything regarding QAnon Shaman being led around with cops, right? They just say, hey, oh, uh, the, the cops engaged with who they were able to engage with. Meanwhile, there's nine people surrounding QAnon Shaman. Nine, right? And, and they just decided to lead, lead them around. Clearly something else is up. This is a very complicated uh, uh, operation. But the, the conservative right media, the left media, and the alternative media are only presenting parts of the puzzle. They d- refuse to come together and put it all together so we can have a full picture of what's going on. They present what they want you to believe, and we are buying it and going along with it. As If we continue to put our faith in somebody like Tucker Carlson, who has admittedly come out and said that he is lying to you and does not care, does not care. The bottom line is his pocket. That's it. This is a fact. It's not a conspiracy theory, right? If we continue to lead down this road, we will continue to be divided here, right? And, and, and I, and I, and I want to say something to Gary McBride, right, who is a friend of the show, right? I, I think Gary's a good dude, right? And, and and number six was on with Don Jeffries earlier. And and I think number six did a really good job at, at being level-headed, at least what I heard. And so it's a message to both of you, right? Number six was, I mean, uh, uh, Gary was with InfoWars. You know, he was with, with Alex Jones. 
and and, and talking all this stuff. And then this this dude, I, I wrote down his name so I wouldn't forget Ivan, Ivan something or other. Uh, um, he, man, I, I forgot his last name. Ivan Rankin, I think it is. This dude, right? And, and, and it takes one freaking Google search. All right. And plus he even said it, all right, that he he works intimately with Michael Flynn. Anybody that works intimately with Michael Flynn is a problem. It is a problem. This guy is 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 a uh, uh, Michael Flynn runs psychological operations for anybody that will pay him. Anyone. He's not America first. He is Michael Flynn first. OK. And, and these guys intimately work together. We need to be very careful. And 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 when when uh, when Gary is talking, what he is talking. Listen, Gary, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this right now, man. You need to be very very careful in a pit of vipers. Be very very careful with what you're saying because you're you better be able to prove it. You better and a lot of what I heard was speculation. You better be able to prove this because you're begging for a lawsuit. Don't hitch your 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 wagon with these people that are clearly fraudsters and anti. Freedom, anti the, the freedom of the people of Earth. Be very careful, bro. We'll continue to talk about this. Tony, what's up? Well, I think uh, the release of the tapes is important because it's kind of confirming what we already knew, which was uh, the you know the, the entire LARP ending at the castle, like you like to talk about. Uh, right. This was, I think, I, I planned in some ways. You know, this let's get a for effect. Let's have all these people uh, trouncing through the capital. And again, the you know the both sides of the narrative are, are well, they're lacking. You have General Milley on one side saying we almost lost our constitution. People almost overthrew the constitution. Well, it's not going to get overthrown by a tour guide. There's no power in a building. Um, but again, and you throw it back to the right, and people are saying, look, you know, this is uh, clearly, you know, we've been um, persecuted, and and you have been. But the problem is, is no one's talking about the guilty people that actually said go there to D.C. Right. Raise the, the hundreds of millions of dollars. That's that's the issue that got away with it. It said, go there, protest, even when they knew. I'm not saying protest is bad, but the, you look at somebody like Trump saying, get get here. Have this like the third rally that they had after the election. The first eight thousand dollars that you gave uh, for Stop the Steal didn't go to lawyers. It didn't go to fight, you know, whatever perceived fraud or whatever was happening. It, it went to Trump. It went to the RNC. So if you were all those small donations, that's a quarter of a billion dollars that went there. And these people there, I think good and most of them good intention. Uh, I knew some of the people there, people that wanted to go and just let their voice be heard. That is that's important. But you're talking about uh, amassing that many people telling them to go to the Capitol. Eventually, you have and you have agent provocateurs. You have people like Ray Epps there. Then nobody still knows what he is all about. Like saying we got to go in the Capitol. We have to get there. And it, doing that, you know, several times on camera. He can't be the only one, right? Say, say, saying stuff like that. And so people did. And then and this is a it's a reason to persecute. So it's in you style the, the January six prisoners. You know, we we were supposed to be a constitutional republic. You're supposed to have a bill of rights and these people have been thrown under the bus. The same people that, that raised those hundreds of millions of dollars, especially somebody like Donald Trump, is not talking about the J6 prisoners. So I, I agree with you. Um, there's something the, the narrative is lacking. I'm glad that the tapes came out. I'm glad I think there are more tapes need to come out as much footage as you can. We want the absolute truth. But let's not forget what led to this. That's the issue. The issue is, is the bigger op. It's it's the you know, it's against the live action role play that you talked about. Right. But with. Uh, there at the at the castle, at the at the Capitol building, and it's really sad that we still we're still fighting over 
you know, were people let in or whatever, or, or, or you know, was this a planned insurrection or what? You have uh, Ashley Babbitt murdered in cold blood. Anybody that knows anything about the rules of engagement or has been in combat, I can tell you if, if I did anything remotely close to that in Iraq, I, they'd have buried me underneath the jail. And you can't you can't just kill somebody indiscriminately because you feel threatened. That doesn't work that way, especially an unarmed person in a secure building. That's that's unheard of. And the guy that shot her got a medal. So there's there's so much here to unpack. I th I, it's good that they continue the investigation, in my opinion. I, I think the more footage needs to be released. But don't forget what led to all of this. And there's a sophisticated psyop embedded within it, in my opinion. I agree with you. The more footage, the better. But we also need... I mean, we need to take into account everything you said. That's very important, right? Uh, who was responsible for bringing all these people down there? But also, when the footage comes out and it's given to one outlet, that's a problem, right? And then when uh, what we need to also keep into account is that when everybody else gets gets the footage, what take are they gonna they gonna spin on it? Are they gonna be truthful, right? Are they going to admit when they're wrong and 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 you know and and admit when another outlet is right? It's not gonna happen. It's, it's, it's psychological warfare. Don, and then we're going to Garrett. Well, as you, as you can imagine, I have a, 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 a pretty different take on this. I, I think, you know, my son has a uh, expression. He tells me all the time, and it applies all the alternatives. He says, you guys don't know how to accept a win. And he's exactly right. The alternative media, we don't know how to take a win. This Tucker Carlson, regardless of who he is, what his motivations were, he did something on that Monday show. And after that, they got to him because uh, according to Alex Jones and lots of others, uh, Cheryl Atkinson, who I know, uh, there was much more explosive footage, including real documentation of Ray Epps's role. I mean, showing exactly what he was doing, including what Gary showed on Alex about the red smoke signals and all this kind of, I mean, it's very sophisticated stuff, obviously planned, but they got to him. But that one night, was was had an incredible impact. It would be tantamount to or Tucker or anybody else doing a show on 9/11, and talking in depth about Building Seven. That's how important it was. And uh, you, when you saw this guy, this shaman guy, whoever he is, and he could he could be mentally disturbed. He could be a psyop. He's he's been seen at all these other places. Whatever he is, they made him the face. The media made him the face of this. And they have him screaming in front of the Capitol, which had nothing to do with anything. He was just out there bellowing. But they documented this guy's every move. He's walking around the face of the insurrection. No other insurrectionists are with him. He's accompanied by police the entire way. So if he is, he was convicted of four felonies. Now, his moves are documented. So obviously, the reaction should be, wait a minute, what felonies did he commit? And more importantly, why aren't those officers accomplices? Because they're enabling him. They're trying to open locked doors for him. And then you have the other guy, Brian Sicknick, and you have, the, the, again, the attorney general of the United States. The reaction to Tucker showing this is more important than the footage itself. Because the, the, they went ballistic. Chuck Schumer is going crazy, demanding Fox News not allow him to show it. And then you had the attorney general of the United States continuing the incredible lie that five officers died that day. Now this, he's including four suicides that happened after the fact, some of them long after the fact. Now, that should be investigated because, you know, it's like the JFK uh, body count. You know, why are so many officers killing themselves? They had nothing had nothing to do with the so-called insurrectionists. And Brian Sicknick, as the important footage Tucker showed as well, we see Sicknick inside the Capitol with his helmet on after he's supposedly been beaten in the head with fi a fire extinguisher. And more importantly, he's waving people in. He's waving the, the insurrectionists. They're right next to him. 
So, and this, this goes into what we've seen of other footage of the cops waving the people in. So everybody that went inside, if they try to get them for trespassing or whatever, and I don't know how you can be trespassing in the, in the, the uh, so-called democracy's representative body, but if you're going to do that, then why aren't those cops being identified? Why did you let them in if this was such a terrible crime? Why, and why is Sicknick waving them in? And then finally, the other thing, it's, it's, it may seem small, but it goes to their lies. Right. Their lies, and that is this guy, Josh Hawley, regardless of what you think of him, they demonized him and made him out to be a chicken and a coward. Oh, look at him running from it. Tucker aired the unedited footage, which showed tons of representatives running. And, and Hawley was actually in the rear. So that destroyed so that destroyed three of their narratives in one fell swoop. He probably was going to do whatever his motives were. That's a win. That's like you're in a game and the other team's been driving and you intercept the ball and you, you stop them. But we don't know how to do that. And we keep looking into motives and stuff. This should be revolutionary. But the reaction to it uh, brings up what I've been saying. You know, one of the many great quotes from George Orwell's 1984. At one point, he talked about the most final and most important command of the party was that you ignore the evidence of your eyes and ears. And that's what they're that's what everybody in the mainstream media was doing. The evidence is overwhelming. You see a cop push a guy off a balcony attempted murder. Gary on uh, Gary McBride being on Alex Jones showed the guy that was being beaten to a bloody pulp. He's got his hands up in the air. He's surrounded by like eight officers inside a building. They're beating him to a bloody pulp. He's supposed to show Roseanne Boylan, who was beaten to death by another cop and hasn't got the press that Ashley Babbitt has got. These things were horrendous crimes. There was no crime. The only crimes he also showed, Gary showed some footage of this guy in black who has never been identified, never been prosecuted, just like Ray Epps who shoves this guy really hard, this protester says, no, no, we can't do that. We can't go in there. That's illegal. This guy shoves him really hard. Who is the guy? Who are the people that were breaking the windows? The only people that did any kind of damage at all. <clears throat> They're not being prosecuted. Instead, you have Joe Biggs. Joe Biggs, who used to be with InfoWars, a lot of people out there know who he is. He has been in solitary confinement since last April. I mean, you don't, I mean, that's, that would be harsh treatment for a serial killer. He's only charged with trespassing. These people in prison have been denied all due process. It's the greatest carriage, miscarriage of justice in our nation's history. And given our history, that's incredible. There's no civil libertarians, especially except me, apparently, with a little platform I have. Nobody else cares. You should have the ACLU. They should all be outside that prison marching and picketing the Occupy Wall Street types. This is incredible. These people are being held in solitary confinement, claimed to be beaten. Some of them have died already. You're, it's going on uh, two years now. It's absolutely ridiculous. It is too little too late, but it's better late than never also, as you can say. But I, I think at this point, we ought to look at it for what it is. It was a good thing. And just like a lot of the stuff Trump did was ridiculous, but it produced some good. It brought the roaches out in the light. It brings the roaches out in the light again. You see all the reaction, the response to the uh, the Democrats and the, the you know Republicans like Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell and everything. It was so upset, I guess he fell down afterwards or something. But you have all, all these, the reactions are everywhere. But the reaction is just like Orwell said, who are you going to believe? You're going to believe me or your lying eyes? And that's what our people, are, that's what they're telling us. Well, he's Tucker cherry pick. How, how do you cherry pick that? Do you think the January 6th commission didn't cherry pick? My God, the, the, the shaman, again, they say, okay, you, and they're denied these, the judges are still, some of these defendants are saying, hey, we need to see this footage. They're denying the footage and saying it, it's, it's irrelevant. Irrelevant? 
This is like the but the home and there's precedent. Obviously, we know homeless Rodney uh, Thomas a few years ago was was beaten to death by a bunch of cops. The entire thing documented on tape, and a brain dead jury found them uh, found them not guilty. So it can happen, but we're ignoring the evidence of our eyes and ears. There's nothing. If one picture is worth a thousand words, one video is worth millions of words, and those videos are damning. We ought to see them all. I agree. <laughs> Tucker shouldn't have been the only one to get it, but it could be Tucker would have been the only one that would have broadcast it. I don't know what other journalists would have broadcast these. I don't, I don't know. I don't think Hannity would have. Maybe Laura Ingram. Nobody on it, CNN or MSNBC. I don't know. Maybe they picked him because of that. But at this point, I think we had to accept a, a very small win, but it's a win. So I, I, want, I, want, I want your take on this, Gareth. I want you to tell me everything you're thinking from, from your point of view over in the UK. But but I'm not down with a Faustian bargain. I'm not cool with taking stuff from the devil because it uh it uh it advances my agenda. All right. I I I I don't want to have anything to do with it. Right. And Tucker Carlson and Fox News and Rupert freaking Murdoch. All right. <laughs> let's let's start thinking about this for just a second. We're supposed to be conspiracy theorists here. All right. Um, so I'm good. You know, I, 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 I am not going to pick the lesser of two evils to advance my agenda. That's where I'm coming from. Gareth Ike, what's up, buddy? Um, well, January 6th for me, you know, I'm thousands of miles away. I'm not, you know, right in there with it. But it, it seemed like like nonsense from the beginning. You know, when I was looking at, at some of the footage, um, it just it, none of it really added up way, way back then. And obviously now this new footage has come out. Like you said, Billy, it's not really said. I mean, it, it's it's great in the fact that it's underlined what I think a lot of people knew was that the fact that they were being lied to, um, to pick apart little bits that you guys have been saying. So in terms of, of, of the, the Tucker thing, you know, to be fair, you know, Don, I think you're probably right in that, you know, if it was me and I had some material and I wanted to get it in the mainstream because that's where it's going to reach more people, he would probably be the guy that I would give it to because I don't think, you know, CNN and uh, MSNBC and that they're, they're not going to touch it. And I think in terms of Fox, he's probably the only one with the ratings high enough to basically be able to kind of, he's the dude's kind of untouchable, isn't he, in that sense? Um, what his motives are, you know, I don't know. I don't know Tucker Carlson, so I can't really comment on that. But it's very interesting looking at January 6th from the outside because your country is very much like, like ours became after Brexit. And that is that it's completely split in two <clears throat> and neither side will see anything the other side seeing so for me i'm i'm you know i'm I'm politically homeless completely so i get uh, you know i'm hated by both sides oh i I, I got another one thank you yeah i'm not alone well that's the thing you know and i i think like those people that it's funny for me i was always called a southern softy liberal right because i'm come from down south where we're (laughs) we're supposed to be soft down south in england and um a southern softy liberal and my views are exactly the same now as they were then which is basically you do you hun you do you, everyone, you know, it's kind of like a libertarian view, really. Right. Uh, as long as it doesn't negatively impact other people, you do what you like. And that now is a view of the far right. So if I voice the opinions I voiced 10 years yes, ago. Yes. That me too, these, me too. Yeah, yeah the, and it's extraordinary. You know, I, I was at a protest in London that, against lockdowns that the media were saying this is a far right rally. And you're looking at the footage going, well, there's a hijab, there's an LGBTQ flag. It's just not pretty, it's not a great far right rally, this one. But they were happy to say that stuff. And so when I looked at the fallout of this this um, tape, all I saw was the people that thought it was rubbish going, look, this proves it's rubbish. 
and all the people that think right. it's the worst thing that's ever happened to America saying this, this tape doesn't mean anything. Right. And so it actually changes nothing in terms of the two sides. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, we, it's become so tribal now that it, it doesn't matter what, what said, it matters who said it. It's simple as that. You know, you will defend, you'll defend some Whoopi Goldberg coming out with some of the nonsense she comes out with, but she's mm-hmm. the same political side as me. So I have to agree with her. Right. And the same goes the other side. And, you know, no one wins in that situation. Um, with what Don said about taking a win though, it's an interesting thing because we, I mean, we'll come to it later, obviously this whole lockdown, um, the lockdown files, this big expose that's happened here in the UK. Um, it's a similar thing to be honest. So this, like it's a limited hangout in the sense that, you know, some of the information has come out and it has woke a few people up and a lot of people that were on the other side that were locked down fanatics are now very angry. A lot of them have doubled down because that's what people do, but a lot of them are very angry um, and and particularly journalists are saying, I can't believe they did that. And it's like, well, I said they were doing that and you called me a tinfoil hat. So, you know, it's one of them. But that's come out. But a lot of people, including myself, are looking at it and saying, well, it's, it is a limited hangout because Matt Hancock, this guy is going to, you know, he will lose his job and, you know, everything else that will happen to him as a result of mistakes when they weren't mistakes. Um, and the, it was coldly calculated. He was ordering a two-year supply of midazolam, which is an end-of-life drug that they used to euthanize people in this country. They used it in nine months. Two-year supply, they used it in nine months uh, by putting DNR, do not resuscitate orders on anyone over 50, young people if they were disabled or, or had um, illnesses. And they just massacred people, right? But that bit's not come out. But the bit before has come out. So it's like, I, I, I looked at it and I was like, it's like you've walked in, you found Matt Hancock holding an axe, he's covered in blood, there's dismembered bodies everywhere, but you're going to send him to prison for tax evasion, right? <laughs> Which is basically what they're doing. But then at the same time, at the same time, Don, I'm I'm like you. I'm like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go, wow, this is amazing. But at the same time, I'm gonna go, well, but it's a small victory here. Like That's all we li- can get. Yeah. Yeah. It, but my attitude is is not, you know, because I have seen some people that I literally like, you know. I told you, see, I told you, I'll accept my apology in the post and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, well, yeah, there's a bit of that. But at the same time, let's just take a small, okay, what I'll do, I'll take a sip of my drink. That's my celebration. Bang. Right. Now let's do him for the Medazolam murders. Like, as in, so let's not, you know. Well, so, it's, 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 what is it like a thousand cuts? You know, if we could, we can chip away a little bit and you like, for instance, my friend, Naomi Wolf, who's a, you know, classical liberal way far left than I ever, well, I was pretty far left too, but she wrote a great piece on Substack where she apologized to conservative America after seeing the January 6th footage on Tucker. So it had an impact with her and she's got a platform. It had, an, and, and most of us already knew this stuff, but millions of people that watch his show it may have woke some people up to, hey, wait a minute, they're lying, especially when they see the attorney general of the United States continuing to perpetuate this absurd lie. And there's no that's no left or right opinion. That's a lie. No officers died that day. And he's still saying five officers died that day and basically yeah. attributing their deaths to the process. So that's what's important. We need to hold them to, uh, accountable for their lies. I think as well in terms of, say, for instance, you know, when a president gets shot or, or a famous person gets killed or whatever, and you look at it and you go, right that's not that doesn't just happen that's allowed to happen so let's have a look what changed in that president's security and you tend to find like with jfk the security was changed that day same with with um rfk the security was changed that day who, who whoever has the power to do that i'm looking at them first in terms of guilt or at least some involvement 
Um, and when I look at January 6th, there was, you know, if, if you allow people who are irate because they feel like the election's been stolen, they're there, they may have had a few skins a bit, skinfuls of beer and they're, you know, <laughs> charged. If you open the door or allow them in, a number of them are going to go in because they're not right. thinking straight at that point. And as soon as they're in, well, good night, Vienna, they, they, it's done. Um, and, I mean, I saw that firsthand when I was a kid. We, I mean, I've always been going on protests because, you know, I'm an Ike. Um, but, but as a kid, they brought in something called the Criminal Justice Bill here in the UK. So there was this huge Kill the Bill march, hundreds of thousands of people, if not a million people in London. It was massive. And they, 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 and it was peaceful as hell. Everyone had non-violent stickers on. They made a real point of it. I remember it. I think I, was, I would have been probably like 11 or 12, maybe, maybe 13, 14. But anyway, we all got bottled in to um, Trafalgar Square and all the police blocked off. There's basically six entrances into Trafalgar Square and the police blocked off every single one of them, right? So everyone's there. I think the ice cream van was like selling water for like eight quid or something mental because it's like, you know, I'll get the money while it's here. And um, and I remember seeing it with my own eyes, this peaceful rally. The police cordon opened up and about 20 lads came in, mingled about, about 10 minutes later, these lads started kicking off with the police, wailing. With that, the police came flying in, started beating up people. They arrested like however many people. Um, everyone dispersed, legged it. It was, and then the newspapers that night and, and the 10 o'clock news you know, aggressive, violent rally in London, all this sort of stuff. And I remember thinking, even as a kid, like, you just let them in. And they came in, beat the hell out of people, big fight. And then the police opened up and let those provocateurs out. And by that point, as soon as you've been hit by a copper, you let the copper back. And at that point, there you go. And so, you know, I, I saw that then. And I saw through the uh, anti-lockdown marches here in London that you could tell, like you've mentioned this guy in the black outfit, you could tell when someone is not legit. Like you just get that sense. And a few times you'd have it where people would be coming and going, right, we should march here. We should do this. We should do that. And you're like, oh, shut up, mate. <laughs> because if you do that, we're all going to get beaten up by the right. police like that, you know. And so you're like, like, what's your motive for trying to get people to do something like that? You know, like chuck stuff at Downing Street and all these kind of things. Everyone's going, no, mate, this is a peaceful rally. Um, so I'd look at January 6th. And I think it's probably exactly the same. You know, you have a few provocateurs in there causing a bit of trouble. They'll then skulk away. Like you say, no charges against them. And those naive people that that just kind of were probably a bit overwhelmed by the moment were allowed in, did something, you know, which in hindsight is, is stupid. But hindsight's wonderful. We would all love that. Right. Um, and now they're, like you say, two years in jail and stuff. And, you know, it, it's being used to to create this 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 whole political theater. Um, you know, with AOC and people like that hiding behind chairs. I mean, it's just, it's all quite embarrassing to watch, I must admit. Agreed. Like, um, there's a lot of things here that we need to take into account, right? And I fear that we're not doing that. That's my issue. We're not doing that. I, I think, Gareth, you did a really good job at at, at bringing everything together here and, and just painting a, a clear picture of what's going on, more or less. Is it really a win, though, when all it did was solidified the divide. Didn't really move the needle. If people want to believe it, they're going to believe it, right? They're going to say, look, and did, did Tucker Carlson cherry pick? Yeah, he absolutely did. Does CNN cherry pick? They absolutely do. That's the manipulation. That's what it is, right? So did, did he cherry pick footage? There was, I don't know how many thousands of hours of footage. We saw five minutes. Did we even see it in context? Do we know what those cops were doing? Do we know what? We have no 
no idea. So is it a win? It's a win if you want it to be. But in reality, is it a win? If it only solidifies the divide, that's all it served to do. That's all it served to do. We already knew all of this. Except for the QAnon shaman type when they were, when they were bringing him around. But that just lent itself to what we already knew. They let these people in. We already knew that. We saw that. We analyzed it. So here's the deal, right? Did they let people in? Absolutely. Did dumbass people walk into the Capitol? Yes, they freaking did. I wouldn't have done that in a million years. They opened the door. Like, wait a minute. Why are you opening the door? Why are you let me in here? No, I'm going that way. Leave me alone, right? No, but they opened the they opened the doors. They let these people in. Did people damage the Capitol? Were some of these people rioting? Yes, they were. Were was there a, a large portion of it that was largely peaceful? Yes, it was. All of this stuff. But you will only get what that side wants to tell you. You will only get what the outlet you're listening to wants you to believe. And if you want to believe it, you will. And you'll continue listening to that. While the other side continues to listen to, hey, it was, it was a disaster. It's the worst day since 9-11. It's incredible what happened. That's a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, but the other been, but, saying nothing, nothing. Look, look, everybody's so peaceful. Nothing's happened. Oh, they're marching into the cap. Look at them. They're tourists. They're they're viewing. They're spectating. No, they're not. You're not even supposed to freaking be in there. But but okay. Billy, but but Billy, it's not an equal divide, because the only the only side, the only person on that has given ever given any credence to the side that we know is the truth that this was all bullshit and that they had video of the cops waving them in, which. By cops waving them in, it makes irrelevant what anybody else did there. Even if they walked inside, I don't the agree. cops waved them in. Well, wait, because, well, then if, they're accomplices the cop, after the facts. If they're the not being punished. In, if the cops let me rob a bank, I still robbed a bank. I'm True, but the cops would get in trouble if they told you to rob the bank. Yeah, These cops aren't even identified. Trouble. Agreed. But that so, doesn't get me off the hook. Go ahead, Don. But, but, but the, the only outlet that has done this, whether whatever you think of them, Tucker Carlson's the only one. So it's him against every other every other person on Fox and everybody on all the other media. They're the ones that saying this is an insurrectionist. They use the same language over and over again. These are the ones that are looking at this video and still saying, as Orwell said, don't believe the evidence of your eyes and ears because they don't care what it says. And again, you have the attorney general of the United States perpetuating this lie about five officers killed. Uh, there were no officers killed. We know that. And we have video proof of it now. And the other officers killed themselves. They should be questioning that, but it had nothing to do with January 6th unless they knocked them off because they were talking. But I mean, these are the questions that should be asked. So I, I did, it, it does play up the divide because, but the country is divided. Right. There's no question. So there, anything, I mean, when you can do, you, there's no, you can't show any footage. I used to say when Bill Clinton was president that the people that loved him, he could have been sitting over a dead body with a smoking gun. It applies to Hillary Clinton too. And of course, Donald Trump said it about his followers as well. But if if you're into that, it doesn't matter what the video is. Don't pay any attention to the video. This is clear video of, of, of the shaman who is the face of the insurrection. If he, what he if they are lying about him, then the entire farce should it should be collapsing like a house of cards because this is the this is the guy you wanted to put the face. This is the one the New York Post has screaming on the cover with his bellowing with his bare chest and his big hat on. That's what you tried to paint as the face of it. Well, we saw what he was doing. Right. He was walking through accompanied by cops. So that right there, it, it, a real if we had a real free press and I'm sure Gareth knows that. I don't know how much England claims they have a free press, but we brag about it here. 
And we obviously, we, we are the only difference between the American media and, and mainstream media and TASS and Pravda at the height of the Soviet Union is at least the Russians were sophisticated enough to know that they were being lied to. The majority of Americans are so damn stupid that they actually believe the CNNs, the MSNBCs of the world are real journalists. But I, I just, you know, I just, I just think this is, we are divided. There's nothing, I, I don't know if secession is the only answer or your favorite Marjorie Taylor Greene, the national divorce. I don't, we have irreconcilable differences, no question about it. Right, right, right. But I don't, I don't know what you do because we can't, at this point, you can't, I can't, you can't live in harmony with people who are looking at something and telling you, oh, I, you know, that's a lie. What, what do you mean? Video is not a lie. Video doesn't lie. What do you see? Tell me what you see. I don't see. know, Don. We're, we're not going to be able to say that in a little while where video doesn't lie. Maybe we can't say it now. But listen, I I, I want to get all your points in and I want Tony also. But in the interest of time, I, I, I'll I do an extra half hour today after after Gareth is gone. All right, I, I'll st- I'll stay on. If anybody wants to stay on with me, great. You know, um, and, and maybe I'll I'll put up a I'll put the Streamyard link in the chat if if uh, if people want to join me. Um, cool. you know, maybe maybe uh, uh the Knights of the Storm want to hop on. Maybe Chris Graves wanna, wants to hop on. You know, I, I, we'll, we'll see uh, what develops. But uh, I'll stay on a little longer and we'll talk we'll talk about this. But thank you, everybody's points. Right, every everybody's points are really important because they're all true, all of them. All of them. And, and, and while, while they might be different, they're still all, all um, pieces of the same puzzle. And that's what I want everybody to, 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 to realize, right? Let's, let's not stay on one end of this puzzle. There's more to it. Maybe you don't like what that other puzzle piece looks like, but that doesn't matter. You, you, it needs to be there so, us, so we can see the clear picture. All right. Um, I'm throwing it to you, Gareth. Tone, I'm going to get your thoughts on this later before we get out. Right? I'm going to throw it to Gareth because I want him to get uh, what he wanted to talk about. So, so lay it out for us, um, what, what you spoke about uh, with us uh, before the show. Just lay it out for us and then we'll, we'll comment on it. Go ahead, sir. Okay. So it's, it's kind of interesting, actually, in terms of the media um, in what you're saying. And I think a lot of the issue comes down to the fact that there's partisan media. I don't, I don't believe that's right. You know, so you've got a left-leaning media which will tell you that way, the right-wing media that will tell you that way. Just tell me what happened. Don't yeah. put your don't put your spin right, on right, it. Right, right, right. I don't care about your spin. Just tell me what happened. You know, if the game finished five four, tell me it finished five four. Don't tell me they deserve to win or they deserve to. It doesn't matter. Just tell me what the score is. Anyway, um, so so here in the UK, Matt Hancock was our health secretary throughout um, the Rona, um, and you know he's. He's one of those guys that you know he's lying because his lips are moving. Like you wouldn't trust him to, to tell you the time. He's that sort of chap. Um, and so he he was in charge, and, and lots of things started coming out quite early. So what happened here in the UK? First thing he did was when apparently this, this virus was on its way over, you know, like it booked a flight. Um, <laughs> he, he basically took all the people that were in care homes but were in hospital. So say I'm in a care home. I go to hospital, presumably because there's something wrong with me. You know, he took every single one of them, which was, you know, like something like 18,000 and chucked them straight back into their care homes. Um, but with a do not resuscitate order on them. So then obviously tens of thousands of people died. Um, and that was the first wave of Rona that was used then to try and terrify everyone. Oh my God, it's, it's, it's ravaging care homes. Um, uh, and and so you know that that narrative got a little bit of fear from the public, and then the public accepted more lockdowns because it was supposed to be just three weeks, and then it became three months and four months and five months and all this sort of stuff. 
Um, and it, it created enough fear that then, you know, they brought the jabs out and all of a sudden, you know, um, you know, people were scrambling for it. Anyway, so what's happened at the end of he ended up getting fired because he he uh, kissed a, a colleague and was caught on CCTV. For me, that was basically a way of just getting rid of him for something small because they knew there was a lot more on him. He then released a book called Pandemic Diaries, which he um, he had a ghostwriter come in, a journalist called um, Isabel Oakenshot, who who writes for a lot of mainstream newspapers here. And so part of that research for that book, he handed over, this is how bright he is, he handed over 100,000 WhatsApp messages between government ministers throughout the whole Rona period. And so she had that, sat on it for a while, as you do, and then released it all to the Daily Telegraph, which is a major newspaper here in England. And so every few days, there's more revelations come out, more revelations come out. Now, what happened was a lot of the revelations, they kind of basically, they, I mean, he, they've thrown him under the bus, like he's done. Don't get me wrong, he's done. Um, but a lot of the original ones were just basically, everything is down to, to negligence, basically. Not cold calculated stuff, but the fact that he just, you know, he made a mistake. He's, he's an idiot. Um, and so, you know, all these care home deaths were down to his incompetence, not the fact that he'd sourced a two year supply of this end of life drug from France and they divvied that out amongst a, a ton of people. That story, um, the mainstream media wouldn't touch nearly two years ago. Um, a friend of mine is a journalist, Jackie. She took that to 28 different newspapers, 28 editors. 26 of them didn't even reply. And two of them, two major ones, came back and said, we want it, but we won't be the one to break it. Which is extraordinary to me, because to me, that's like media, like journalists uh, used to be scramble over each other and they'd sell the, sell their grandmother to get the, the the breaking exclusive and all that sort of stuff. But no, they wouldn't touch it. So so we broke it. Our iconic broke it. But obviously, as far as the media was concerned, we weren't big enough to count as it being broken. So they just ignored it. Um and so then the, this, um, and also this included a video, by the way, of Hancock talking to a another MP and he's asking him, have we got enough of the midazolam? Have we got enough syringe drivers to give people a good death? And obviously a good death is, is, is you know, translated means euthanasia. And, and that's what they did, that they euthanized, euthanized all these people. Um, we spoke to to relatives of people. We spoke to people that were that were being basically murdered, and their relatives went in and, and dragged them out of the hospital. It's, it was extraordinary, you know, the amount of people that were killed. Um, and so, what's happening is is these stories are coming out, but it's a limited hangout. It, it's it's they, they basically they will only admit so much. So it's that kind of situation where you've had an affair with with your neighbor for, for 20 years and your wife suspects something's up. So you tell her that you kissed the neighbor while you were drunk. So that makes her feel better because she knew something was up. But at the same time, the whole sort of 20 year affair has not been mentioned. So that's what they're doing here with this with this story. But but it, but it's still it's still getting some stuff out there. It's still a small victory in the sense that um, some of these messages between ministers, he's saying, when do I deploy the new variant? You know, those are the exact words. When do I deploy it? Uh, um, and then he's saying in the same conversation, we need to scare the pants off of people. Yeah. And, and it's, it's absolutely extraordinary. And so some people within the media, in terms of journalists, like individual journalists, have have kicked off and they've gone, this is a disgrace. I stayed at home. My I didn't see my mum for six yeah. months. You know, all this kind of stuff. I followed the rules and you're, you know, taking the mick. You know, it was all, it was all a lie, basically. Yeah. But the media in terms of the organization, so 
the BBC, the 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 Guardian, whoever, they're all attacking her, Isabel Okachot. They're attacking the one that revealed the the text, and they're using the same language. They're they're, they're saying you've got an you've got um you've got you've got a motive here. What's your motive here? And it's like, well, it kind of doesn't matter what her motive is. I'm sure her motive is to further her career and make a few quid. I have absolutely no doubt about that. But but it it was it's very odd to me to see that in the sense that here you've got a politician that has lied for two years, destroyed people's lives, destroyed uh, people's businesses. And again, one of the messages is that they did something here called eat out to help out. So when um, when there were a little bit of opening, so like a few restaurants and pubs opened, they did something called eat out to help out, which meant if I bought, say I bought a main meal for 20 quid, it was 10 quid, I paid and 10 quid the government paid. So everything was half price. So restaurants could could get more people out, hence the eat out to help out, to try and build these restaurants that had you know, been killed and closed for six months to make them some money. And in some of these messages, they're talking about how good it is for the economy, how it's going great, but we we shouldn't let the public know that because we don't want to continue this. Because they said what was happening was, it wasn't even to do with money, it was to do with the fact that they thought compliance with their lockdown rules going forward. So they already knew they were going to have them, that compliance would slip if people got too comfortable, basically. It was it, it was just extraordinary kind of revelations to come out for people to see in black and white. And then to have then the mainstream media as a whole, pretty much, attack the the person that's revealing it rather than the person that was doing it. Yeah. It's absolutely extraordinary to me. Um, and it has it has woken a few people up. I mean, there's a lot of those that are, you know, doubling down and tripling down in terms of members of the public I'm talking about now that are saying, you know, well, no, no, you know, you know, because that's their political viewpoint. But the masses as a, as a whole are really, really angry about it. And so for me, my win in this is that, you know, OK, Hancock will be gone, but he should be gone for a lot more than what he's going to go for. But if they want to do lockdowns in the future, you know, if there's another pandemic that Bill Gates has said is on its way and all that sort of stuff, it will be a lot harder now, I think, to get the British public to agree with it, to go along with it, um, than it was before these things came out. So that's my victory in that. Um, and um, and that's it's a big story here in, in, in England. And what they've done, the good thing that they've done, so with this Tucker thing, obviously he's revealed this thing on the Monday, and then people are arguing about it for well till now and probably for a few weeks and then and then it will become you know oh yeah yeah i remember that whereas what they're doing here because it's a hundred thousand whatsapp messages is every week bang and then people argue about it and then in a couple of days later bang and then people argue about it and then a couple of days later bang and actually each revelation is actually getting a little bit worse and a little bit worse and a little bit worse and so you know i'm hoping personally that this whole midazolam the end of life drug all that stuff is actually just further down the road you know that's that's the the finale that's that's the rock bit in in bohemian rhapsody you know when it just kicks in that's what i'm hoping that that's going to be but you know i'm not going to hold my breath either because i do feel like it is there is a bit of a limited hangout with it which is we will let you know this much we'll throw him under the bus while all these other you know puppet masters will just carry on find another health minister to puppet and, and, and on it goes but but yeah but that's a big story here in the uk anyway guys and, yeah, and, and you know i think it's similar in terms of fauci isn't it you know i, I think 
he's not a popular guy either. And there's more coming out about him <laughs> more and more. But again, it feels like Fauci and Hancock are two in the same, that they will just be the full guys. I mean, they're evil bastards, don't get me wrong. But they're not they're not ruling the, they're not ruling the game. Right. They're just, you know, they're just pawns in it. But um, right. but they're evil pawns, so I'm happy to see them get get stuffed. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be it would be nice. Hold on for a second, Gareth. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the guys a little bit of time to chime in and, and then we're gonna say goodbye to you. Uh Mr. Arterburn, what's up, buddy? I'm sorry I haven't come to you, man. Um What's up? What's going on? What do you think? That's all right. I was really enjoying uh, Garrett's perspective, you know, especially being in the UK with that story. Shades of Andrew Cuomo killing people (laughs) in nursing homes and kissing people in elevators. And can can you imagine being so arrogant that you don't even read the simulations that the people that fund you fund, like Johns Hopkins spars documents? Like, you know, you're in that, right? Like you're going to be one of the people that is sacrificed over to the mob so they don't come after the actual controllers, just like Garrett was saying. We're offering up Fauci now and talking about Wuhan lab, but not the NIH, not gain of function and not the real bioweapon, right? Not the Trump shot. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the personality. It's the same thing here in the UK. They know that this whole thing has broken apart, which they plan. If you look at the 2017 SPARS document by Johns Hopkins, there's a Fauci figure, the politicians, there's there's media, the, the entertainment sections. These people are all the people that all supported the lockdowns and supported the, the vaccine, all that stuff. They get, you know, axed out of society. They get, uh, they're ostracized. So I think it's important to watch this uh, because there's going to be more of these revelations. And, you know, just like going back to the January 6th thing with Tucker Carlson, it used to be a given that, and Gareth brought this up, if you if you were in the media, person to break this, this should be a tell because people in, in these organizations aren't racing to break anything. They're trying to hide things from you. It's just like Google is no longer a search engine. It's meant to not to reveal things. It hides things from you. It's, it, it hides it hides links. It hides stories. It hides images and that's what the media does now we're living in a completely different simulated reality and uh i I do but i do you know small victories i like to see when people have so much hubris in the political class these people that seem to walk between the raindrops and you know they can lock people down they can strip people of their livelihood they can call them non-essential and and i think they can get away with it with impunity and every once in a while you know uh whom the gods destroy they first make mad so i like to see that happen dope What's up, Don? What's your take on all of this? Yeah, well, sir, I hope, you know, my book, uh, Masking the Truth, How COVID-19 Destroyed Civil Liberties and Shut Down the Entire World, is uh, going to be coming out very soon. I'm waiting to see if Sherry Tenpenny's going to write the forward, but it's done. It's at the publisher, so look for that. I'll have all, the, we'll talk about all this. Obviously, the greatest, uh, the greatest psyop in the history of the world is what I call the entire COVID narrative from beginning to end. And I didn't buy it for a second, as you guys know. I was talking about this in, you know, April 20, 2020. And, uh, you know, the CDC directive came out to hospitals where they said, hey, you know, you list the cause of death as COVID-19, even if the patient hasn't been tested. So that's not a conspiracy theory. That's them telling you. And it also from the very beginning, every weekly update from the CDC had an asterisk that said, note, includes presumed cases. So they were including presumed, in other words, unproven cases of COVID from the very beginning. So the entire thing has been a lie that, of course, it morphed into something more important. When, as Tony said, the real the real bioweapon, not anything that came out of ch- the labs. And I think this is a right-wing smokescreen, the, ch- the, uh, the, uh, the the Wuhan leak. And there are, everybody on the right is promoting this China, China, China stuff to blame China for something. No, it was from the beginning, this was a farce. 
this was something that was used as, as Gareth pointed out earlier, constant nonstop fear porn to uh, clamp down further, destroy what was left of civil liberties and to introduce the real bioweapon, which was the warp speed vaccine. And now the cover up is not to uh, ascribe deaths to something like COVID-19 where there was no COVID-19 that killed most of these people, but instead to cover up all the deaths and injuries that the vaccine is causing all over the world. Right. There you go. There you have it. Listen, um, um, Gareth, thank you so much for coming. Oh, mate. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I'm sorry I'm I'm only here for an hour. I've got oh, the, no, my, my two little you. girls downstairs. So I, I, I told you an hour, buddy. That's you know, it is what it is. It's just the, the week spun out of control. I, I love the shirt as oh, yeah. New York it. City. Well, the Rangers. Rangers. I'll be watching the Rangers later. They're, they're, yeah. they're, it's, it faces off at 10 p.m. our time. I don't get that many early games. So that's quite early for me. So I'll oh. be watching the game. I went to a, I went to a Ranger game last season. It was dope. I got, I got free tickets, so I got to go. I should have I should have taken pictures. I actually did take pictures. I'll shoot them over to you. Yeah, dope. do man, do. Uh, I've, not, I've not been for years because um, well, I've not been since I've um, I'm banned from your country, aren't I? Right, right. I've, yeah. I've not I've not had the compliance juice. You can't moment. come in here. <laughs> so you're you're not a, you're not an English football fan with your pedigree. <laughs> I figured that's what would you be following. Um, well, I support a team called Derby County who are in, a, in the third tier of English football. So at least the Rangers are a half decent side. And I, I, I made the mistake of um, falling in love with the Rangers in 94. Sorry. So, so my first year was like, this team is amazing. And then they won the cup. Yeah. And then it went like that. <laughs> Glad All right, buddy. Like, hey, listen, thank you so much. Scene now, you're, you're, you're welcome to come back whenever. I need to have you on the fringe. This might be the last year that I do that show, so I, I want to have you on before before we check out. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely. be in touch. Thank you so much, man, for your perspective and everything, and, and thank you for making the time. We appreciate you. All right, no, buddy? You, Cheers, thank guys. You. It's been great to chat, man. Have a great, have a great weekend. Thanks. Thank you. Right. Tone, you got to No, I can run a little longer. That's dope. All right, Don, you got to go. No, no, of course not. Let me say. We're gonna do it. Then we're gonna okay. do it. We, we 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 got the crew here, and who's who's backstage? I said I said Jason Barker's backstage. Mister Jason Barker. Jason Barker. Hey, <laughs> Billy Ray, what's happening, brother? How you doing? What's going on? Thank you for thank good. you for picking up. Thank you for saying hey. Listen, man. So so um, to rewind, I think we all agree about about what what Gareth had to say, uh, with um with uh, the corona with certain variations of course but we we, we mainly agree here um i i want to hit a couple of points on this uh, january 6th thing right and uh and what's going on with with this whole situation right um th there are a couple of like gary i like gary i only spoke to him that one time um here live on air you can find it here you know and, and i think i think he's a genuine guy i could be wrong i don't know but I think he's a genuine guy, and I think that he has the right intentions. I, I personally do. Listen, uh, some of the stuff that he's saying, I'm having a hard time connecting with. It might be true, but I don't see the evidence for it. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't see evidence for, I see a lot of circumstantial evidence. You know, I see a lot of things that may be true, but will these things hold up in a court of law? Like, we're talking about this red, the red signal. That's going off. I see it clearly, but what the fuck does that mean? You know, like really, really, what does it mean? We are we are speculating about what it could mean, but we don't know what it actually means, right? Um, and now he's he's uh, he's and and I'll I'll invite him on the show to talk about it all day long. But but anybody that associates with Michael Flynn, it is a problem. 
and that's his this guy that's been been advising him or helping him whatever Ivan whatever the hell his name is this guy, this guy is is and I and I've been I spent most of the morning watching footage of him from two years ago talking about how great Michael Flynn is. This is that's a problem. Personally, it's a problem. And and then we look at we look at things like like the guy that got pushed off the balcony. You know, like yeah, he got pushed off the balcony. Bad is is uh, is police brutality a thing? Absolutely, absolutely. But dude, what the hell were you doing climbing the walls of the Capitol? Like, what, what were you doing? You know, like, I mean, there's a guy giving me uh, giving me a hard time on YouTube. Blue Lives Matter, right? You got Blue Lives Matter. Do you support the, the Capitol Police? Probably not, right? You're giving me a hard time, but Blue Lives Matter, right? So pick a side here, right? And then, then he asked me um, who my favorite broadcasters are because he hit, you know, my favorite. I get my news from Tony Arterburn. <laughs> I get my news from Don Jeffries. I get my news from David Knight, Charlie Robinson, uh, uh, John Brissom. We can keep going. The Knights of the Storm. I listen to them. I trust them. I know them. And I and most of them, especially Don in particular, I subscribe to before I even knew them. Right? These are people that are, are genuine people. And while, while Don and I disagree on some key points of what's going on here, I know Don's for real. I know he's for real. I don't know that Tucker Carlson is for real. And then text messages come out that say, oh man, no, the stock price. Oh my God, the stock price is, is falling. We got to stop reporting on this. He said that, not me. That was two weeks ago that it came out. Two weeks ago. Are we that quick to forget? How do we take his word for anything? For anything. So it's not, Don, it's not suspicious to you at all for a little bit. Well, I, I don't, I haven't heard that. What, 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 what was this? I heard the only thing I heard about was a long time about me, the uh, election. I didn't hear about stock prices. What is that? Oh, he said to? all that. He said a ton of stuff. Uh, Dominion sued these people. All his text messages are out there. He said yeah. a ton of stuff. What's yeah. up, Chris Graves? Hey. What's going on? So, hey, he, he said a ton. but it, it's not at all suspicious to you that Kevin McCarthy gave uh, uh, this dude, Tucker Carlson, the footage by himself, no one else. Listen, this is the way to handle it, right? Whether you whether you think everybody's going to do something with it or not, you give it to Hannity, you give it to Laura Ingram, you give it to CNN, you give it to OAN, and let them do what they will. Let them proceed as, as they want to proceed with the footage. You don't just give it to one person. You know why? Because it brings up conspiracy theory. Nothing to look, Nothing to see here. We're just going to give it to Tucker Carlson, who's just been exposed on lying to his audience. Boldface. No, no, no one seems to give a shit. But but can, you know, can I jump in there, Billy? Can I jump in, brother? Yes. Go go ahead. And, and then I'll give it to Don because Don was saying. OK, well, and this was about Don. Uh, we, we did a, a phenomenal show with Don last night. It was great. Oh, I loved it. Right. Thanks for having us on, brother. I appreciate sure, that. Sure. Um, but. Uh, like Angry Tiger said on Don's show, this is kind of a little too late. Uh, it's coming really, really late. We had this information. We've known this information. But the alt to the alt is downplayed. Right. Even though we, we bring forth the facts, uh, Billy brings forth the facts. He has evidence. Um, so does uh, you know Tony, Don. We all bring forth the facts and no one listens to us because we're minimized. Okay. But now, um, and kind of to... to Billy's point, like, why is this coming out now? Well, there's a lot of stuff going on right now that no one's paying attention to because Tucker just released a bunch of stuff, like bombshell stuff, 
that it's not bombshell to us. The alt to the right. alt, this is not bombshell. This is stuff that we've known about. And we've been trying to scream from the rooftop saying, look, pay attention, people. Pay attention to what's going on. And then now it's like, oh, you know, YouTube's kicking us off. They're misinformation, disinformation. But now it's on Tucker. So it's like, oh, well, like, look over here. Squirrel, squirrel, <laughs> let's go look over here. And then look at what they're doing on the side with CBDC, with 15-minute uh, cities, Trump, you know, your your boy Trump for all those out there listening that are still Trumpeteers. Okay, Trump's pushing a 15-minute city. You know, they're dumping tons of money into smart railways right now, which I didn't get to on nights, but I wanted to. We just ran along in the shoot, so we couldn't. Man, they are really setting up the infrastructure right now. They're trying to plan stuff to basically cage us in. You want to build a wall to keep people out? No, they're building a wall to keep us in. That's Ooh. what's happening right now. And I'm going to leave it at that. I know I went off on a rant there a bit, but uh, there you go, brother. Now that just reminded me of CeeLo Green and, and uh, whoa, the Goody Mob. Me and my family moved to an apartment complex. I'm not going to say the whole thing, but at the end he goes, they put up a wall. I wonder if they put up the water to, to keep them out or, or keep our ass in. <laughs> Who's that creeping out my window? Dope song. Anyway, um, Don, what's up? What were you going to say? Well, no, I just, again, and again, I'm, I'm not the one to defend Tucker Carlson because I don't know what, it, who, who, I, to me, he reminds me very much of Pat Buchanan. I grew to love Pat Buchanan. Pat Buchanan started out as a Nixon, uh, you know, fanatic. He supported the Vietnam War. He grew into the greatest anti-war uh, public figure we've had since the Gulf War. He became, he was uh, deeply influenced by meeting all those out of work, uh, blue collar workers in New Hampshire. They were killed by the trade deals and outsourcing. I think it had a, a profound effect. Now, people could say maybe he was faking too. I don't know. I But now Tucker Carlson, again, comes from privilege. He uh, used to wear his bow tie and, and call 9-11 uh, people crazy and all that stuff. I, you know, it's it's not impossible. You know, if you're Christian, you know, we know how bad Saul was. Saul was one of the villains of his era, and he was converted into St. Paul on the road to Damascus. So I think people can change. Uh, it, of course, it could easily be that there's some kind of motive here for it. But I think Tucker Carlson may have been the only one. They could have offered the tape to anybody. I don't know that any other journalist would have taken it I, I, unless they wanted to twist it for, you know, the, the same, the other reason or something. I don't know. And as for the texts, you know, it's it's like the NBA guy with his conversations. I, I wouldn't want my text sub subjected to people's such scrutiny. I think if you looked at the at the texts and phone conversations of all famous people, you'd probably find out they all do a lot of lying and misrepresenting because they're putting on a public face. Now that doesn't excuse it, but I, you know, I, I just think that uh, that kind of, when, when you intrude that far, and again, in, in the case of Tucker Carlson, it brings up the natural thing is somebody trying to expose these things on him because they don't like what he's been reporting. Because for whatever reason, he, he is reporting things that nobody else. That's why I sent my copy of Survival of the Richest to him, because he for a long time, he was doing reports from the American cities showing exactly what kind of shape they're in and how they've atrophied. And he was basically populist stuff. And they could have come out of the pages of my book. So if he's doing all this, if he's all fake, of course he could be. It wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me at all. You know, just like I, I was not surprised at all. And Donald Trump turned out to, <laughs> to be a big phony. But. I just think that he was the he's the last person on television that I'm going to attack at this point because they're all so horrible. He's the one that just might. Maybe there's a chance that he legitimately cares. Maybe not. But the, we know the others don't. Right. We damn sure know that none, none of and they're all working to try to misrepresent this this thing in particular.
So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, right. it's bigger bigger than uh, in that movie. Maybe a slightly <laughs> slow, maybe. I'm, I, I want I want Tony's take because you, Tony's time is limited, so I don't I don't know how how long I'll have him. And then I'm coming to you, Chris. All right. What's up, Tony? Well, you know I've said this before. I your eighty percent friend is not your twenty percent enemy. I, I'll say that about Tucker Carlson, but it's kind of you know giving praise for oh you did your job, which is. In, in today's world is huge because no one does it. And the mean, they have all the resources, they have all the money, they have all the backing, they have all the credentials and they don't bring stories uh, unless it, you know, feeds their narrative. And uh, you know, you have Tucker Carlson who, you know, and, and Don's right. You know, he's, he's mirroring a lot of the America first populism of Buchanan and Buchanan grew into that, that figure. He influenced me. He's one of the reasons I'm in alternative media. Cause I read the death of the West when I was 24 and thought, wow, nobody talks about any of this stuff. Um, and it just really fit because, it, you know, in your heart, at some level, you know, things aren't what they seem when it comes to the mainstream media narrative, even 20, 30 years ago. So I don't know, Billy, I'm with you, though, I, I, in some ways, because I understand your heart. I know what you're talking about. I think people may, may misunderstand it. See, Billy is angry that the PSYOP continues. He's angry that the grift continues. He's angry that that uh, there's still this stop the steal. Give me your money. Uh, you know, Trump won mentality. And again, we if you want to talk about rigged elections, every election is rigged. Read Hidden History. Read about vote scam. I mean, we, this, uh, read about read about 1948 Lyndon Johnson uh, Senate election against Coke Stevenson's in, in Texas. They called him Landslide Lyndon because they found a box 13 with 80 votes in alphabetical order in it. OK, he became president because of that. I mean, he was he was thrust into the Senate because of that. So, look, uh, no, voting and, and scams are nothing new. Um, the, the election stealing and, and electronic voting, all that we all know that it's rigged. Trump did a lockdown election. It, he did a lot, folks. He did a lot. He he didn't care that they were gonna they were gonna mail in all those ballots. He knew exactly what. The real the real crime here is that I believe that this was set into motion to demonize those who had the political will to stand up to the establishment. I come from the right. If you read uh, Don's book, I'll reference it again, Hidden History. Found it anywhere, uh, fine books are sold, ladies and gentlemen. I'm plugging Don's books. But if you read <laughs> Hidden History, he, there's a blurb in there about Lieutenant Colonel Bo Greitz. When I was 14 years old, I would go listen to, to, to Bo Greitz speak. My dad took me to go hear these, these kind of voices. So I've been on this, in this area of, of, of politics since I was a kid. You know, And this is right before Oklahoma City. They used Oklahoma City much like they used January 6th. OK, they found the Manchurian candidate, Tim McVeigh, who stopped on his way to Oklahoma City to see Bill Cooper to tell me he had a chip in his, his right butt cheek. OK, <laughs> um, this is like documented FBI facts. Um, you know, so anyway, they, they use but they use them as soon as they had a, a, a grassroots movement big enough to start resisting the Leviathan in Washington, D.C. under the Clinton administration. And after what they did at Ruby Ridge and Waco, they had to do something. They gave you Tim McVeigh. He stood up the Manchurian candidate and then nobody wanted to be a part of any of that thing anymore. Same thing with January 6th. You had Chuck Schumer. He goes on on national television and says they have six ways from Sunday to get you. The intelligence <laughs> community will get you. I don't care if you're the elected leader uh, or you're the commander in chief. We the intelligence community really decides. So they he said that in public. And then at right after January 6th, what did Chuck Schumer say? He said, uh, this is a day that will live in infamy and it's worse than Pearl Harbor and 9-11. I mean, and I'm paraphrasing, but he used basically that was the phrase is that this is this is akin to, to Pearl Harbor and 9-11, which I, in that I agree with him. 
because both of those events were Lee hops. Let it happen on purpose. January 6th was a let it happen on purpose. So, so th this whole thing about what we're watching now, why is it taking this long? And, and every time something like this happens, you know what the, look, there's the, there's underlying cracks in our financial system. We have the Nord Stream pipeline is a clear act of war. I mean, the, the historical significance of that is Seymour Hirsch breaking that news. I can't emphasize how much and how dangerous that is. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, but wait, we have all the footage for the stuff that you already knew. Mm -hmm. And by the way, no one is really going to get relief from this. The real victims here are the people that were, they were led, they were, they were misled. You know, and the, I think that a lot of them had good intentions. Yeah, there's some people that went a little um, sideways. And I I, I, mean, look, I don't condone any of that. What I'm saying is th th both narratives are wrong. General Milley's an idiot or he's lying. He's lying to you. He doesn't believe that there's power inside a building. If that was the case, then why don't we just occupy all the buildings in Iraq and declare victory? There's no power in buildings. People went into a building. They, they you know, I had, they had the tour guides of the Capitol Police. The footage is now out. I said this on January 6th. I thought, well, there's, there's got to be. Uh, Asian provocateurs in there, but clearly the victims are the people that are rotting away in jail. It's just a travesty in all all the directions. But you, what you have to ask yourself is what I ask myself every time I see one of these stories, and we're all talking about it. What else is going on? All right, all right. very, very, That's very good. Thank you, Tone. What's up, Chris? What's going on? Give us your take, man. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I agree with Tom. With Tom, I agree with Don on uh, various things. Uh, it's good that at least someone got the footage out, like Tucker. But I've also talked to Don about my suspicions about Tucker and his background. But I'll give uh, I'll give Tucker credit. He did bring up the Vegas shooting and the other suspects that were supposed to be indicted at one point, and that. That guy pushed away. He gave Bobby Kennedy Jr. an hour on his other show to talk about the vaccines and the in his books and everything. So, I mean, everything that Tucker uh, reports on, it, it goes through a whole bunch of people. So he was allowed to talk about JFK and the CIA's involvement in his murder. And then he brought up uh, MLK a couple of weeks later. So yeah. I have to tell myself, Don, though, what else is going on behind the scenes? Why is he being allowed to say this stuff? And his stance on 9-11 truth, I think, sucks. Maybe yeah. it's changed in the years since. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe. But I have to agree with Billy Ray as well. I There's way too much infiltration. I don't think uh, Mockingbird died with, uh, you know, cable news. And I think it's in uh, the alt media and all that stuff, too. So that would include, uh, you know, maybe I just uh, said a bunch of stuff there, but... I just say that I don't know where Tucker's coming from, but he's allowed to say the things he is. Uh, when it goes to Alex Jones, that's a whole other thing, and I'm not even going to bring it up. But I think with Gary, Gary McBride, our friend, uh, I just, I just hope he, uh, I just hope he's going to be okay. And I'm glad that his footage is getting out there too. I don't think it was right that Tucker, out of all these people, uh, were you know was picked. I think it should have been all over all the media, but you know what? Maybe Don's right with that too. Maybe they wouldn't, the uh, other side wouldn't have picked it up and analyzed it and everything and for political reasons, whatever. Yeah. But I don't know, maybe it is little too late, too little too late now too. I, I mean, maybe it's just being used as a, a smoke screen, but at the bottom line, I'll end with this. All those people that are in jail right now that didn't do anything violent and there's footage to prove that, they should all be sent home yeah. today. 
And that's it. It should be a legal thing, cut and dry. You know what? You you have the evidence. You sat on it. Maybe civil suits in the future for them and all, everything they lost. But right now, let them go home. That That's all I got to say. No, right. You, you're not wrong. Um, CNN asked for the footage. They were told, um, we're working on it. So how come it was deposited to, to Tucker Carlson with no problem? What's the difference? Give it to CNN. Give it to them. Well, they're going to do it now. They're going to do it after the fact. They just let uh, Tucker uh, have the first crack at it and do whatever. And all it's going to do is serve to divide because CNN is going to put out some bull. And everybody's going to believe it on that side. They'll put out some truth. It's, it's like Steve Bannon says, you have to shovel, shovel the zone with shit. And that's what Tucker Carlson serves to do. And that's what Don Lemon serves to do. If Don Lemon... If Barack Obama leaked footage to Don Lemon, we would just completely uh, uh, do away with it and say, no, 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 we can't, we can't get involved with this. That was Barack Obama giving it to Don Lemon. You won't trust Don Lemon. But now, right? Or, 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 or let's keep it, let's keep it 100. Nancy Pelosi. If it was Nancy Pelosi giving footage to Don Lemon, people would lose it. How come they only gave it to Don Lemon? Clearly it's a conspiracy. Clearly this, clearly that. But the bias here, it's incredible. I don't know how it was legal to begin with. How can they the pick speaker of the house gives it to freaking Tucker Carlson and everybody's cool with it? Right. Well, he, you know, he might be the only one that will do whatever, whatever. Let let the people judge. Let give it to everybody and see how it works out. Right? But no, that's not what they did. And then CNN requested. I watch. I watch CNN. I watch Fox News. I want to know. CNN requested the footage several times. Nothing, nothing. Right? And, 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 and that's a problem. That's a problem. And, and we, Little John is here. We're going to get to you in just a second. Um, but uh, the, the Gary McBride thing is a big issue. And I, I want you, Chris, and, and, and number six, to talk to him about this. Listen, I could be completely wrong, Okay. But there's a track he was, record. Well, he was supposed to be on Don's show last night, and he wasn't. So yes, I don't. Well, know. he's been busy. He's been. I don't know if he'll be talking to us. So. He, he's probably yeah. been flooded with with uh, with emails. You oh, know, yeah. I'm sure he'll talk to you guys. It's he's probably super busy. Right. But but um, ultimately, he is in a pit of vipers, bro. He he is in the middle of a psyop. Of, 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 of Michael Flynn is, has been running psyops on the people of the world long before he was notable for being uh, uh, linked with Donald Trump. He's been doing this for quite some time. I, I'm just saying, man, I, I, I feel like I had to say that. I don't have his contact information. Otherwise, You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Billy. You're not wrong. All right, little John. What's up, buddy? How you doing? What you got to say? Can you hear me, little John? John? The littlest of all the Johns. <laughs> I'm doing fine. I'm honored to be with you guys. Thank you, Tony. Donald. Yeah. I hear you. Hey. No, okay. you're breaking up. Um, you um me? no, you're you're yeah. breaking up. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe refresh. I'm or... to be here. Thank you. We we heard I'm that. I'm sorry, I'll just hang out. No, call back, call back, do it again. All right, call back. All right. Um, yeah. So, so that's it. Like, really, like, I mean, we, we, this is a very complicated issue. This is, and, and I keep going back to Cambridge Analytica because Michael Flynn worked for the SEL group. 
He worked for them. He was an advisor for them. He was running psychological operations on Iraq and Afghanistan for years. Billy, I just wanted to excuse me. I just wanted to put up that thing for from Cat Goy. She says up, Kat? that uh, if you read what she says there, that the White House gives exclusives to CNN and other things all the time. So I don't think this was an unprecedented does thing. This, does this fix the issue? Saying this, this is. Oh, you voted for um, you hate you hate Donald Trump. You voted for Hillary Clinton, obviously. Obviously, no, you voted for Hillary Clinton. No, that's not the case. This is this is uh, uh, um, people that get triggered automatically. Well, they did it too. Does that make it right? No, but it wasn't an issue. This is the only time it's been an it, issue. It, I, it I never heard Fox News. This was this was high profile. It was it, it, was, it was pushed into the mainstream. They wanted us to know. That Tucker Carlson would be the only one receiving this footage. Right. They wanted us to know this shit. Go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. Can I hop in real quick? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to. I want to talk about that. Um, and and by the way, Don, you need to get Cat. Cat uh, chats a lot on your YouTube, and she has really insightful things. To she say. or she. I've interviewed her. Uh, yeah. I think twice. Yeah. Um, I was going to bring it up last night. I was trying to find it. Um, what there was something profound that she had said. And, and I think that um, you should get her on if you can. But anyway, I want to talk about the false dichotomy that's created as part of an asymmetrical war. And I want to throw it to Tony after this, because Tony's familiar with this. We both have a similar background. I'm not an MP, you know, I'm an engineer. I was a commo guy before that. Uh, but um, this is typical of what you do to like cripple your enemy and keep them like kind of busy while you walk through the front door. And, you know, making us think that, you know, because so we, we have like, the you know, the you're hiding the truth and then all of a sudden Tucker brings it out. And now we got all these people fighting and fighting and fighting. And like I've been saying, like I said on your show, like I said on my um, my Foxhole show, look at what's not being reported on. OK, this is a smokescreen, folks. It's a smokescreen. Um, this is a very typical asymmetrical warfare tactic to get the enemy to infight. So they're busy. That's what we've done to destabilize nations for decades. And now it's being done to us. And if you can't see that, then you're not paying attention. And I'm going to let Tony talk on that because Tony, I'm sure, can talk on that more than I can because you're more of a combat arms kind of style uh, MOS than I am. So what do you think about that, Tony? Yeah, it's complicated. It's fourth dimensional uh, asymmetrical warfare. I mean, this is, um, this is a PSYOP of the highest order. I mean, you, you you get the infighting going on. Meanwhile, the policies continue. It's like the Canadian truckers. This was a the big tipping point. You saw it was it was you saw that it was crescendoing as reaching um, reaching a climax, if you will. And all of a sudden, it stopped. They shut down the bank account. They're doing all the things, and then oh no no, with it kind of a not really a resolution, not really anything else, but we'll make it look like it's okay. All of those orders and every all those policies are still in place. We have a false sense of security right now about COVID-1984, the lockdowns, everything. Yeah, there's going to be some people that are thrown under the bus and they'll be thrown on the bonfire, whatever that is, metaphorically, because they're going to be sacrificed to the system. Um, and that's you know akin to the SPARS document. And you're going to see that. But nothing really has changed. And that's the issue. Like we're we're talking about uh, the, what the big threats to the U.S. I, I covered this on my show back in 2020. The Department of Homeland Security had to remove their name tags. Uh, they wouldn't even when they were operating in Portland because they were so afraid that they were going to be doxxed by the uh, the Marxists that were being funded 
uh, by international uh, banking cartels all over the United States to loot and burn and do things. Now, obviously, I'm, I'm what you could consider of the of the right. And I talked about that earlier, but uh, like the Gary Allen, none dare call it conspiracy left right paradigm where the further right you go, there's no government. So I, I can I can tell you I'm from the right. But I look at something like Portland and I don't think that they were going to be able to take over the government. I don't think that was really an insurrection. It's more like riots. It's more like criminality. And that's what it was. But the DHS was down there trying to keep people from burning down the federal building. I mean, this is you can go find the images they are online. I was covering it at the time. But the little is a story in there about how they all had to remove their name tags now because they were afraid. The next week, the head of DHS came out and said the number one threat to the United States is right wing groups. Didn't mention the people that they were having to remove their name tags for. That should really tell you they want this. They want the the right wing, if so-called uh, people that identify themselves as patriots. If you remember that video where the, the two guys go to confront Ray Epps on his property, they're like, hey, we're patriots. Hey, we're patriots. These are key words that people in that because I know them. I'm not of them anymore because I, I think this is a Billy's right. This is a deep, embedded psychological operation. You have to be careful. Because there's truth mixed in with lies and they're trying to get you to steer you into a particular direction. You don't even know some most people don't even know that they're in it. It's your cap. I don't know. I'm sure I'm involved in psyops. I don't know that I'm in. I'm not perfect, but you're captured by this fulcrum and, and they're moving you around like a chess piece. But the only people that would be in any way standing up to to a globalist system of lockdown and, and erasing borders and population replacement, all the things that we talk about and, and taking our jobs and putting us into a world war are these people that were at the Capitol usually or people that are associated with that. The left isn't we can I think we all can agree that left is, as we know it or what you perceive as the left and liberals and all these things in the United States. They're complete. Whatever comes out of Davos, whatever comes out of Klaus Schwab's mouth, the people on the left are going to regurgitate that. They're going to change their profile picture to Ukrainian flag. They're going to say, I got, look, I got my Trump shot. I got everything. Whatever they tell you, they're going to do. It's lockstep, like the Rockefeller document. The wild card is the people on the grassroots that, that you know, it's like Pat Buchanan said, and I'll close with this. Back in 92, Pat Buchanan gave his culture wars where he said, the people that are out here in, 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 in the regular rural America, they can't quote Edward Gibbon and Adam Smith. And, and all these economists, they don't know that they don't they're, they're not doing it, but they know something in their heart is something's wrong. So that's the people that are targeted in this sophisticated side. I don't have all the answers, but I do know that it's warfare. It's warfare of the highest order. Uh, and it's something new. There's an invisible enemy and you can't see who is actually attacking you. You just know that you're reacting. We're constantly reacting right. to something. And that's the issue. I totally agree with that. Little John is back. Little John, what is up? Say what's up to the people and, and give us your take, sir. Hello, everybody. I just want to say, you know, if a bunch of thugs are on, I'm walking down the street and I see a bunch of thugs, I'm going to walk on the other side of the street. I'm smart enough to do that. And why would people actually walk into, you know, the, the presidential house or the white, whatever it is? It's, it's just ridiculous. And talking about the left, I guess I'm a righty, but you can't have a conversation with them about anything. You know, everything is just their way or the highway. And so I give up with that. And as far as the COVID thing, I did not put up with any of that. My family never got the jab. I'm glad. And it was just a one big pain in the butt, you know. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, John. 
Fantastic, John. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for listening. Thank you for, uh, you know, doing everything you do. And that's everybody in the chat, too. We're going to hit you up before we get up out of here. Don Jeffries, you, you were going and, and you got interrupted. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Just take it and say whatever you need to say about this. Oh, I was. I know. I, I really I mean, I you know, Tony, obviously I agree with Tony said, but I think, again, this we are a divided country and we need to. At some point, you know, half of the marriages in this country end in a divorce. And the most common reason is irreconcilable differences. Mm. We have, I mean, I, I can just speak for myself that, you know, I'm, I, I have irreconcilable differences with people that, who, with mothers that want to take children and change their sexes when they're, you know, in, in preschool and kindergarten. I, I'm never going to reconcile that. That That's a, you know, that's some people used to say abortion. To me, that's an even bigger travesty. So just on that cultural thing alone, and I'm not going to, you know, I, I, people that don't respect the First Amendment, that keep talking about hate speech and say hate is not protected by the First Amendment, I, I can't reconcile myself to that. That's absolutely, that's that's anathema to what America was supposed to be. So, and there are lots of people that, that believe as I do. And I think at some point it's going to reach a critical mass. I don't think there's going to be a civil war necessarily, hopefully, but uh, at some point, I think we may have to find some kind of a way where we can uh, divide. But the problem is the other side, we'll be happy to not be around them, but they need us. They live off, of, they need us like a, a vampire needs blood. They live off us because they need to cancel people. They need to advise people. And if it's just them, I guess they'll turn on each other or something. But at this point, we are more divided. We, we're, it's nothing. In, in 1860, this country had had some principles that they all agreed on. We have, there's not one principle in America today that all Americans agree on, not, not one. Well, you know, we're, we're, we're not getting a divorce. We're going to work <laughs> it out. Right. And, and, and hopefully everybody comes, comes to, to terms with what's going on here. And that's that we're being, we're being attacked on every single angle. The free people of the United States and the free people of the world are being attacked in every single way. And we need to realize that these outlets do not have our best interest at heart. They don't. That is it. So yeah. Are they going to report the truth sometimes? Absolutely. Are they going to report bullshit uh, along with that truth? 100%. A lot of these news uh, organizations aren't even really news. They're just gossip columns and they use the word news next to it. And we think it's news. It is not. At least here on America Unplugged, we try to be as transparent as possible. These are our opinions and our opinions alone. All right. A lot of it is not fact. It is an opinion. We, we, we talk about facts and draw an opinion on those facts. And as if people start thinking about that and notice that we're getting opinions with people that are getting paid to give their opinion. Right. And how many people are watching, how many clicks you're getting affects their bottom line. Would we really subscribe to that person? Would we? Well, I guess we would. But should we is a totally different story. Totally different. Hold on. Let me let me get one thing here before we get out of here. Hopefully, I'm able to do this. Tony normally takes care of this this stuff because I'm <laughs> I'm I'm uh what is it technologically inept? Hold on for a second. Let me see if I could share my screen here. Where do I do that? Share oh, screen. Yeah, yeah, pre present. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Tell me if I'm sharing screen. Hold on. Well, you know, if you had a bookshelf that was about to collapse on you, you might be a super. <laughs> but my, my wife, uh, Melissa, made that bookshelf, and I can yeah. promise you that there nothing is going to collapse. It has it's got the the concrete blocks, and right. and uh, I, I promise you, you don't worry about me. It was built well. 
Can you guys see this? Yeah. All right. Here's here's Tucker Carlson. Newly released texts and emails are revealing uh, the real Tucker Carlson, right? And we'll just hit these right here. There's there's more. He said that Trump was a piece of filth behind the scenes. He said that, right? He also said that the 2020 elections, that the claims that uh, Sidney Powell was uh, was uh, was using and, and Rudy Giuliani, he said they were nonsense. But that's not what he reported on air. How are we supposed to believe this guy? I mean, I, 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 I'm I just making an appeal towards, I, I don't know. This this sort of stuff is important to me. And I I don't know how to properly use the words that I that I, that I need here to, to communicate with people and let, what else do we need? We, we're the ones that sit here and say, you know, when we're being lied to, we're being lied to by the media. Why do we believe them? But once they start saying, uh, they start putting out a lie that but we just, subscribe but, to, we, we hold on to it and we run with it. We need to stop. But if you, we, you, you assume that I could be right, that, that no, Tucker no, could, could have had an epiphany, he would be the, it, it's interesting because I don't see any other emails or texts from any other reporter being leaked. There was tons. Why is it, it, was, is? it was Hannity well, and a well, ton of people they, from Fox. Yeah, from Fox, of course, because again, the CNN has, and again, I don't, I don't care about Hannity or any of them, but Tucker Carlson to me is is a, a lone voice of sanity. And uh, the emails that you showed there, first of all, he he confronted uh, Sidney Powell on the air. That wasn't secret. Mm-hmm. He was very much against Sidney Powell. And, and, and he was, and he, and, he, and he was never a, a Trump shill. Trucker no. was always lukewarm, so it's not surprising at all that he'd be saying that behind the scenes. If well, you, Trump never, Trump was always on Hannity or some other show. He was never on Tucker Carlson, so that doesn't that doesn't really surprise. Me. I just again, I think if you if you looked at the emails and texts of any of these people, I think they would all come out. You you would see lots of surprising things, and I think it's no accident that he's the one they're targeting because that's the guy that you know is bringing the January six footage. Is talking has had people on there about the vaccines. He's had people that I've interviewed on my show there uh, many times. So I, I don't think it's any accident. Again, maybe he's fake, but at this point, I know all the others are fake. You know, I'm just holding out some kind of hope for him. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, Don. Like I mean, uh, it, it came out for many people, and they're not targeting him. The reason it came out was because Fox News was peddling bullshit, and they got sued. And now all of that stuff came out. And I know people are like, oh, Dominion. No, well, Dominion sued the, the pants out of them. Let's see it for real. Let's see all these people. Let's see it. Come on. Come on, Michael Flynn. Come on, freaking Rudolph, Giul- uh, Rudolph Giuliani. Stand up, man. Alex Jones, uh, Ali Alexander, you know, OAN, OAN apologized live on air. Newsmax apologized live on air. Fox is running for the freaking door because when billions of dollars are on the line, everything changes. What's, hey, Bill, What's up? I'll just say this. Uh, I... Uh... I, I really got concerned when I found out, um, I, you know, how Gary was on that with Alex and he's going to be on again. The Michael Flynn connection kind of mm-hmm. like punched me in the face. I had no idea that, that there was. Yeah, a I mean, there. he said it, that dude, I, Ivan. No, I know. You're right. You're right. He, as soon as he said it, I'm like, what? He's doing what? That, that, that's been the first clip. Cause um, um, Chris sent me the clips. Chris put me on and he's like, Hey, watch it. And I love it when you do that. Thank you. You know, and, and if I can, I can. And if I can't, I can't, of course, because I'm all over the place. But I did. And I, the first the first 10 minutes, he's talking about Michael Flynn. I'm like, who is this guy? I, I started looking him up. I'm like, whoa, he's been associated with, with Flynn forever. I'm like, yeah. problem. 
that's a problem. And 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 you know what? The thing is with, with Tucker Don, right? I can't trust him. I would rather somebody put out the wrong information and be a true believer than be a two-faced son of a bitch that comes on and says some nonsense to me and is lying to me to my face. And that's and if if Tucker Carlson had an epiphany, he had it in two weeks. Right. Because, uh, all, you know, the, all of these things came out and then all of a sudden he uses the same verbiage. That's what was amazing to me. The same exact verbiage that they were using to attack him. He used it to justify his points about January 6th. I, I just think that he, he would be the, he would be the last. I mean, again, the, our, mm. our media is, is horrible all across the board. Right. But to, to me, Tucker Carlson is the last person that we should be attacking. I mean, I get maybe he's completely phony. Maybe he's bad. But. He is the only one that's reporting any of this stuff. Whatever his motive is, none of these other guys are, not a single one. So I, I same thing with Alex Jones. I mean, Alex Jones, I don't know what's going to happen with Gary McBride and any connection to this guy has. Obviously, this guy, uh, Ivan, is the guy that guided him on the show. There's no question about it. He has connections. I didn't know he had connections to Michael Flint, but we'll see what happens with Gary. But again, on the surface, to me, it's a big win that right. Gary is, you know, our friend Gary is getting to show his footage. He's getting three hours tomorrow on to millions of people. So, I mean, I, you know, I certainly hope he's safe, but all of us, you know, are kind of playing with fire when we careful. talk about these things. That's all. I just hope he's careful. All right, that, that's, yeah. that's what I hope. Listen, I hope I'm totally wrong about all of this. I hope Tucker Carlson is the dude. You know, I hope he's putting, I, I, I want to come on here and say, damn, you know, I was totally wrong about all of this. Sorry about that, guys. I was just being honest with what I was feeling. Sorry. Hey, I can, I, can, I, can I chime in real quick, Billy? What's that? Okay, I want to say that the um, the alt to the alt, um, I don't know, six months, a year ago, we were conspiracy theorists, right? Uh, but yeah. now you're seeing the mainstream media, and this is why I'm kind of like upset. And, and uh, to Don's point, it's good that Tucker's putting this out. But we knew this a year ago, a year and a half ago. We knew this, and we were putting it out. Don't mean to interrupt you. Hold that point. Also, Gary yeah. McBride offered this footage to Tucker Carlson about two years ago, and Tucker Carlson turned him down. And Alex knew about it, too, apparently. Alex, Alex, what's, the difference, what's the difference now? What's I up know. now? That's what I'm wondering. Well, and, and that's my point. My point is that, well, I think I made the point earlier. It's a distract. It's a smokescreen because there's other things going on. So now is the time to roll it out. But um, to the credit of, of your show, Tony's show, Don's show, um, I'm noticing that there's a, a huge uptick in people um, taking note and you know we were kind of downplayed and we're me, me and angry tiger with nights of the storm we're kind of like new fish you know we're new fish in here you guys have been doing this for a while and we look to you for um, inspiration and examples and stuff and we're kind of like modeling after that and it's great uh we, we don't do we don't want to report what david knight reports we want to do something different we want to be a broad spe uh, spectrum of um, okay, they report on this. Everybody gets it, right? Uh, but anyway, I'm, I digress. The thing is that we we actually have been minimized for so many years, but now the mainstream is coming in to what we've been talking about for a couple years, and and now they're starting to get it. So I don't know where we go from here. How how do we get uh, people to understand that? Look. Um, now, now they're looking at Tucker and they're like, this is the thing, but you know what? This is the thing for right now. But then tomorrow you're going to be off on another, a freaking tangent, you know, like, can you stick with what we proved already? We proved this a year ago and no one listened. 
I don't know, Billy, what do you think about that? How, how can we actually um, get people to stop minimizing what we're trying to say? Because we have nothing. We, we, we don't have um, we're not getting uh, Pfizer to sponsor us or BioNTech or whatever. We're not getting that. We don't get any money for this. We do this because we love to do it and we want to put the information out and people want to share it. But how do we get further with uh, uh, people like YouTube and stuff like that and the ABC Corporation, Alphabet Corporation, like squashing us down and like trying to push us down? It, it turns out that you were right. You know, there was the thing. Alex Jones was right. Well, Alex Jones was right. He was right. Don Jeffries was right. You know, you were right. Just remember, folks, Geraldo Rivera showed the Zapruder film in 1975, 12 years <laughs> after it happened. So I don't know. Take that for what it is. I, I don't know. Right. Well, the alt to the alt is the way to go now. I think that's the up and coming thing. I've noticed that um, Billy Ray, you, uh, Tony, Don, everyone's kind of growing in uh, as far as viewers and, and watching and stuff like that. How do we get that out to more people and show them? I don't know. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we were right a year ago and now they're just not coming out in the mainstream and that's kind of like a double thing where it's it's like, okay, we lied to you. We lied to you. We lied to you. Now, oh, here we go. Here's the real truth. And the same people they were discrediting and YouTube was like throwing off the cliff yeah. was saying this a year ago, like me and you, Billy. We were saying this a year ago. But, um, you know, I mean, but Jason, as I mentioned on the show yesterday, <clears throat> you know, somebody goes back a long way to the JFK assassination. I remember when JFK came out, Oliver Stone's film in 1991. And he was attacked relentlessly. And my community, the research community, which is like the, the conspiracy alt community at large, is full of petty quarrels, everybody accusing everybody else of being a disinfo agent. They were, I mean, that was a huge win for us. But most people didn't see it as a win because you had Oprah Winfrey talk. Yeah, of course, I know Oprah Winfrey's as ridiculous as they come, but she has a huge audience and she was talking sympathetically about, oh, yeah, there was a conspiracy to kill JFK. He, he brought all those old Hollywood actors out to do dit, bit parts in there. But he had a producer named Arnold Milchan, who was, you know, the people that concentrate on Jews. Oh, he's a Mossad agent or he said, I don't know. But I know the movie was great. I used to teach a course on it in my adult education community. And they wouldn't let me teach that except for the fact it was Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone used his name and he's still attacked to this day. But lots of people think he's a disinfo agent. He's a limited hangout. And that's what we say about all these we have to embrace the Oliver Stones and the Tucker Carlsons and the Alex Jones, the people that, that when they do, when they put something out there that's, that's, that's helpful, that's true. And when they give platforms to people, I was on InfoWars Nightly News once. That's where Billy Ray first saw me. So, uh, you know, it's uh, uh, Rob Dew liked Hidden History. I don't know. I don't know if Alex Jones did, but so I still harbor hopes of getting on Tucker Carlson. So I tell people, if I get on there, his producer has survival of the riches and he may be interested in the, in the, in the, uh, COVID book, I'm hoping. But if I do, I hope people won't think I've sold out because I'm not going to sell out no matter what. But maybe it opened door, it opens doors and we can somebody like Gary McBride now, millions more people know about him. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it's not selling out, Don. You know, um, I, I don't think I'll ever get asked to be on Tucker Carlson, but if I ever did, it will be hellfire and fucking brimstone. <laughs> I would love to see that, Billy. You know, and I, I, I think you would do the same. That you would be very, very honest about your take, and you would yeah. say what you want to say, and that's the whole point yeah. here, right? So yeah. that's fine. 
you know, I just I I don't think Tucker is on the up and up. That's it. You know, I, I don't think Ben Shapiro's on the up and up. And I used to listen to him all the time. I don't think Alex Jones is on the up and up. And I listen to him every day for about 10 and a half years, maybe more. You know, I, and, and I don't think he's on the up and up. Right. And this guy, Alex Jones, has Steve Puchinik on. And I used to listen. And I'm like, man, like this guy, he has inside information. You know, he's 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 CIA and he's coming out and saying all this stuff. Never once did it did it cross my mind that it could be completely disinfo up until it became so evident that it was disinfo. You know, like I, I, I had to get hit in the face like the Lord was like, smack, wake up, dude, wake up. You know, what are you doing? And it's the same thing with this Ivan Rinklin guy. He's yeah. he's blaming he's blaming freaking uh, uh, this whole thing on uh, on uh, on Nancy Pelosi. You know, like I, I I knew this was going to happen. I remember having a conversation with John Brissom, and I had a conversation with Neil Sanders and Recluse. We were talking about it the day before it happened, waiting to see because Donald Trump said that uh, um, Pence was going to be able to overturn the election. That's why everybody went down there. Everybody knew something was going to happen. We just didn't know what. We didn't know what, you know. So, so no, I mean, it, it is what it is, man. This is, this is a very complicated situation. Maybe I'm not the guy to bring you the message, but I'm the only one, apparently. So I'm trying. I'm trying my freaking hardest, right, to let you guys know what the hell is going on here, whether you like it or you hate it. You know, um, I, I would hope that you would at least appreciate the perspective. You know, and say, well, at least, you know, he's, he's speaking what he thinks is right. <laughs> I appreciate all of your perspectives. That's what freedom's supposed to be about. I don't know. Big shouts to John Brisson. Big shouts to everybody. Uh, my dude, Tony Arterburn, who always listens to me, right? He, every time I got something to whine about, whether he agrees with it or not, he sits down and listens to me. He's like, you know, Billy, you know, maybe, you know, <laughs> he's so calm <laughs> and so chill, you know. Um, and, and Don, man, we disagree, but, you know, I love you. You know, you, too, you, Billy. You, know, you know, you're my dude. And we agree I'm, a civil li- I'm a civil libertarian, man. I, I would defend, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know, Stephen Colbert, his <laughs> right to speech. So I'm sure going to defend your right for free speech. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, let, let the people know where they can find you. We're starting with, with, uh, with Jay. What's up, Jay? Tell the people where they can find you. Oh, just go to the Knights of the Storm.com, the Knights of the Storm.com. Also, we have Knights OTS, <laughs> which is also our Twitter handle knightsots.com um you're gonna find billy you're gonna find uh, tony you're gonna find don everybody there uh you know we're not about ourselves we're actually trying to bring people into these smart people like you know tony and don and billy we're trying to bring people there so our show is a little peon show we just have fun with it uh, but that's where you can go that's all i got go check it it's an excellent show excellent everything that they're doing go check it, it it's really good and they will be on freeworld.fm Lord willing, we're going to figure that out. We, we, we're rolling. I'm very optimistic this time. All right. Chris Graves. What's up, buddy? Tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me watching uh, Conspiring with Mr. Cooper. Uh, that's up, Mr. Cooper. Cooper. He's the man. He makes me laugh. And uh, also uh, Mr. Peter Sikosh. And check out John's Cabin sometime. Or that way. The other way. There you go. Thank you for having me. All right. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, little John. What's up, buddy? What's going on? So, I'm intimidated by being with all you big shots right here, so I don't want to open my mouth up and say anything. <laughs> <laughs> say something to the people. Say goodbye or something. I, tell them something. I live up in the mountains of Western North Carolina. Google hey. Maps, you can't even see my house because I got so many trees. I love it here. You really, you know I grew up in Brooklyn. That's right. And uh, thank you all. The wisest of all the wolves, Mr. Tony Arterburn. 
My dude, what's up, buddy? Tell the people where they can find you. Sure. You can find me at arterburn.news, my website. Uh, the sponsor of the show is Wise Wolf Gold and Silver. So you can go to wisewolf.gold or wolfpack.gold. And I need to add a tab on there where you can give America Unplugged credit or Don credit or Billy credit uh, for joining me. I have a membership. Become more important, I think, if you're watching the headlines, the cracks in the system are very apparent. I would say uh, of the subject matter that we covered today, something to think about, ladies and gents. And I'll jump into some uh, of these headlines next week in my podcast. I may do more than one uh, Wise Wolf Golden Crypto show. And uh, my radio show, we're going to talk. There's going to be big news coming up. But something I was thinking of, um, and I'll close with this and we'll throw it to Don. Sun Tzu had a quote, I believe, that if you sit by the river long enough, the body of your enemy will float by. (laughs) And I think in a lot of these things that we're uh, looking at right now, maybe it's just time we just take all of this stuff that's coming at us with a grain of salt. get you know stay frosty it's kind of a military term stay frosty because there are big changes i mean the world's changed and it's not being reported there's something on the horizon with the financial system it's bigger than anything that's happened in our lifetimes and uh i'm not not wishing for it just letting you know Uh, i can uh, my senses and all this stuff are up they're dumping a lot of news at us between chinese spy balloons and QAnon shaman getting, getting let you know, being uh, uh, taken around the Capitol and, and shown everything. Those things are being dropped um, for a reason. So stay frosty. Absolutely. Let's do a fringe, uh, Tony. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it this week if we can, man, if we can you find time. I know it's a little bit difficult, but of course, the legendary Don Jeffries. What is up? Tell the people where they can find you, sir. Uh, DonaldJeffries.media is the website. I'm very active on Substack. It's the only place they're not shadow banning me. My uh, presence is growing there. DonaldJeffries.substack.com. So if you haven't already, please subscribe. All right. Beautiful. So you guys got two hours today. I I said a half hour extra. You guys got two. (laughs) Incredible. Luckily, Tone was able to hang out for the whole broadcast. And we got our our brothers in arms from Knights of the Storm, Chris Graves, Little John, a whole deal, you know, to, to, to be here with us. Um, uh, all everybody will be on the fringe at some point soon, you know, and and, and we'll get that done. It, this is America Unplugged, ladies and gentlemen. Right here on Rockfin, you know the deal. Every Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern. What's up, family? Um, uh, I'm not gonna shout out the chat today, but we will next week for sure. Everybody that tipped, thank you so much. Everybody that's here week after week after week, we appreciate you, Cat. Uh, you wanted to know about uh, why I hate Michael Flynn so much? Just go look up Cambridge Analytica. Or just read this piece of filth through Wikipedia page or something. We'll talk, Kat. You, you can hit me up and we can talk. You know, um, I'll listen to you. And uh, and hopefully you'll listen to me. All right. Theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com. Go check it. The Infinite Fringe on Apple Podcasts. You know the deal about America Unplugged. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Billy the Kid. We don't have any music to play us out this week. I think I could cue something up. Nah, I'm not. We're good. It's all good. We're out of here. We're doing it dry today. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. Take care, guys. Don't throw the place down. See you all later.